Yes, it had all started so innocently, with nothing more sinister than a job interview in a sprawling forty-five-room manor house set amid gently rolling hills several miles outside the city of York. Well, Miss Crane, Max Ozeroff had said, he was a tall, angular man, seated across from her at the large desk in the centre of the richly appointed drawing-room-come-office. He closed a manila folder before him and brought his eyes up to her face. He had very dark brown eyes, magnified by small, thick lenses with practically invisible frames, and he wore his blonde, going-on grey hair in a severe Teutonic crop. Lynn had looked at him inquiringly, he was an administrator or official of some kind. She realized afterwards that he had kept his own part in what followed deliberately vague. He looked to be about forty or so, and was rather formal and correct. He was proud of his country, a former USSR state, now independent, and a map of the country occupied pride of place on the wall to their right. He had made no secret of that, although, as she was later to learn, he was a man of many secrets. I certainly cannot fault your nursing qualifications, he said in lightly accented English, and your previous employers speak highly of you. Yes, in all respects I find you most suitable for the post, but I am afraid I have one or two more questions to ask before you may consider the job yours. Lynn offered an indulgent smile that she hoped masked her discomfort. She was a slender, graceful girl in her mid-twenties, dressed smartly in a lightweight burgundy suit and an open-necked white cotton blouse. She looked every inch a confident, go-ahead career woman, and it was true that she certainly had confidence in her abilities. But the large, imposing house, the heavy security she had encountered at the half-timbered gatehouse outside, she had been prepared for none of it, and it had intimidated her somewhat, thrown her off balance. "'You come from a large family?' he asked suddenly. The question surprised her, and she raised one fine eyebrow quizzically, before responding, "'Well, yes,' she replied after a moment. "'Yes and no, really.' "'Oh?' She shifted uncomfortably in her chair, never truly at ease when discussing the subject that confronted her now. Taking a deep breath, she said, Well, as near as I've been able to piece it together, I do come from a large family. I was the youngest of six children. Unfortunately, my father died in an accident, about two months before I was born, and, well, the way it was explained to me afterwards, my mother found herself in such serious financial difficulties that it was decided that I should be put up for adoption. Very sad. Max Ozerov said, without any noticeable compassion. You never traced your real mother? I tried, but I was too late. She was already dead by that time, and my brothers and sisters, well, you know how it can be sometimes. They just drifted apart. He considered that, then fired a supplementary question at her. And your adoptive parents? I spent most of my early years in and out of foster homes, Lynn replied. His line of questioning puzzled her. She should have known then that something about the situation was wrong. But as he had already pointed out, 
She was a fully qualified nurse and eager to make her way in her chosen profession. Although she had worked off and on for an agency, she had discovered this vacancy for herself, tucked away in a personal column, and sensing that it might be a stepping stone to higher things, she was now answering Mr. Ozerov's questions as honestly as she could, hoping for the best.